there anybody in here? All right. Can you hear it? Yeah. <coughs> no. Dun, 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 dun. <sighs> there is no something you are receiving. 57. Okay. We're good. Um, one more blow. Seven, all right. Hello, hello. You starting it? Welcome to Least Beach You Meet, episode 57. You didn't like when I tried to start it? I, yeah, I just didn't think you had the right mojo. So good evening. Good evening. Beaters. This is Mr. Murray. Um, welcome to episode 57. Tonight, we're going to talk about how you can stay being a vegan and how I'm going to keep my husband, Mr. Murray, awake. Okay. He seems a little tired. I just did a shot while we're not you were introing it. We're not going to cheers because Jimmy already drank all his drink. <laughs> well, you didn't have one. So. Sorry. I'm, I'm sipping on some wine like an adult. Um, anyways, so it's been too long, my friends. I'm sorry we took so long to get back to it, but the holiday season was rough on us, and it was really busy, and... We feel bad, but yeah, and children, but we're back as always. We'll use them as an excuse, but the things children? are smoothing out. Max is about the age Bob was when this all began. That's true, and it made it a little bit easier and when it you was, put him down. Yeah, we ha- we were rolling with these for a while we when are. we first started. So, so it's been over a month. Last time we talked to you guys, it was the end of November. We had just finished up Thanksgiving. Um, since then, Christmas, the New Year, have happened. Yep. Christmas went smoothly. It no. went all right. <laughs> we uh, we got a little sick for actual Christmas Eve and Christmas, but we rebounded and um, went to New York, visited Jimmy's family, which was super fun. And yeah. then we had New Year's in our favorite city of Erie, PA, right? Uh, yep. And it's the Sheraton in Erie. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Shout out. It's like yeah. our favorite hotel ever. Yeah, we've talked about traveling and stuff like that. It's hard. It's gotten easier. Uh, Not really. White Castles aren't on the road. I wish they were. Oh. That's like the only new fast fast food, food, I think, that's been introduced. Even if you are, um, it's hard to be healthy vegan on the road. Yeah. It's just nothing's like your own kitchen. So traveling's kind of hard on your system. And I was so happy. I love visiting your family in New York, but I was really happy to be back in my own kitchen. I'm we, sure. We came back and I like immediately ate a salad. Like I just craved greens. And it wasn't like I wasn't getting greens when I was in there or I couldn't have a salad when I was there. It was just something about your own kitchen. I don't know. It's a little weird. But regardless, we're back. We've got some New Year's resolutions of trying to do this podcast more. I know we talk about that all the time, but things <laughs> yes. are slowing down a bit. We've got this house flipping, or not flipping, this house that we're redoing, that we're moving into. That's coming along. We're in contract on our house, so we're hopefully sort of going to have to move out of here somewhat soon. I'm actually sitting next to a radon test that looks like Wally. You remember that movie? It does look like Wally. It doesn't look like it's on. I know. Like, um, did they not turn it on? I I don't know. So, like, our house got inspected yesterday. And now we have a giant radon test. Yeah. Is it radon? Is there radon in my house? And what does radon do? I don't know. There's, you like, know? a picture. Like, what's the big problem with <laughs> of radon? like, arrows flowing into a body. That's all I saw. <laughs> well, not on this, but an anyways, inspection. Anyways, uh, we'll have to be out of this house and moving into our tiny, new, adorable home that I'm so excited to move into. It still doesn't have walls. It's, it's coming. It has some sheetrock in the bathroom. Yeah, it has, uh, it's ready to be tiled. The bathroom might be functioning soon. That's, we have to finish the plumbing. That's very exciting. I'm excited even if, you know, I'm pushing you, which is kind of bizarre. I was saying this earlier that we just decided to not just like redo a house, like build a home. Yeah, the original like, plan was we're going to flip a house, but this time it's going to be an easier an one. Easy one that just needs maybe a little updating in the kitchen no. or something. This is a complete overhaul. But yeah, we took a house down to the studs, tore out all the plumbing, all the electricity, every single thing is mm-hmm. out and now rebuilding. But it's going to be so cool. And 
we're going to start a new podcast about tiny living. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can work that into it once we, yeah, I'll be like episode 70. Mm. Fuck this shit. No. This sucks. <laughs> I'm excited. I like, we're the type of family though that we're on top of each other at all times anyways that besides just like storing our stuff, I think we're going to be fine. I think it'll work. Yeah. We had a little setback with uh, our contractor. Yeah. <laughs> can we, I tell that story? No, I don't think that's appropriate. <laughs> Why not? He doesn't listen to it. He might. I'll just briefly tell it. I really regulate what you're saying. Why? Because I feel bad. I I'll tell him to listen to this. No. No, he thinks he thinks it's funny. Okay. Anyway, so we have this contractor who's, um, he's a sweetheart. He's a really good dude. He used to be a licensed contractor, and then he got into some trouble over the years. Had some issues in his life. Got it back together, but he's like a genius. He's like the most talented person I've ever come across and knowledgeable when it comes to everything you can imagine. So long story short, he's putting a basement bathroom in our new home, which there was nothing down there. So he had to cut into the concrete slab, puts it in. I buy him 30 bags of concrete, which is an insane trip to Home Depot. Mm -hmm. 30 80 pound bags. So that's 2,400 pounds of concrete. I'm so impressed with the math skills. He, yeah, I have notes on it. Just kidding. You know. <laughs> he lays all that. And then him and his buddy are driving home yeah. through a questionable part of town. Um, and they get pulled over by Franklin County's where we live, Sheriff Department. But the interesting thing is that um, this television show Live PD was with the Sheriff's Department that evening. So it's BS, man. They pull <laughs> him over for a license plate light, which is an excuse to pull someone over. Yeah, I mean, I get that. They, If you have a reason to pull someone over in the darkness on a weekend in a shady part of town, you do it. Yeah. Just to, just to make sure they wouldn't everyone's, pull me over, though. everyone's cool. No, but if you were in that car, they would have. In that part of town with the light out, they would no. have. Actually, they probably would have. Yeah. What do you? What's this fancy lady doing in such a <laughs> yeah, dumpy car? Exactly. <laughs> I'm just uh, live PD. If you've never seen it, it's pretty popular, so most people know what it is. But it's like cops, but it's live. So they go from like city to city and they jump in and out of things. It's a national television show, and our contractor gets pulled over on television live. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Coming from our house. Everyone to see. Yeah, the first thing he tells the cop is, my boss, Jim, had me laying concrete. I have his credit card. And he, like, showed the credit card. He's like, this is Jim's. I yeah. got to get it back to him. It's Jim's. <laughs> so, anyways, long story short, he had a warrant he didn't know about for some for, old like, child support stupid. thing. Yeah, nothing, nothing really bad. It was just, like, a, a miscommunication within the court system that was easily handled, but... At the time when he's pulled over, you know, there's no explaining a warrant away. There's no explaining a miscommunication. <laughs> yeah, in the court system. So he got arrested on TV and taken to jail with my credit card and the key to the tiny home. Yeah. I had to kick the door in the next day. Uh, but pretty wild. Like, what it are the was. odds of that? It was. You woke me up at one mm -hmm. in the morning and you were like, hey, you want to hear a funny story? <laughs> John's in jail. And I was like, that's... Just a hundred percent not a funny story. <laughs> it was good. That's the lifeline like, to our house being done. But it was on live television nationally. I wouldn't watch it for like a long time. Yeah. Well. Anyways, we freed our brother John. Our brother John. And he's back he's to work. He's a good dude, working he's hard. Good. Um, but we're still probably like five weeks out. We'll get there. Five weeks out? That's all it's gonna take? Uh maybe. Oh my god. Oh, I mean nine weeks out. <laughs> well, well we see. gotta be out somewhat soon because people are gonna buy our house and we're gonna be homeless. But um mm -hmm. moving on. So vegans, that's what this thing is about. Let's talk about yeah, food. It's new year, new year's resolution. New year, new me. Gross. I'm just kidding. Um New Year, new me. No, I do wanna talk about my New Year's resolution because it's to write a cookbook. Oh, I'm. I don't care if anyone buys it, but I'm gonna write just one. Like I'm gonna make my own one book little or hard one recipe. I'm gonna make no one hardback book, just one, and I'm gonna keep it for myself. If anybody else wants it, you let me know. But <laughs> I'm gonna make one of my recipes because one, I don't write my recipes down, and two, I think it'd be cool to like pass on to people. I think I got some skills in the food department. I don't know. But you know, yeah, we generally get pretty good feedback. Yeah, but what's making one cookbook gonna do? So I'm gonna make one cookbook. Yeah, you're you a good writer too. It, it's gonna be like 
how are you gonna write it? Is it just gonna be recipes or is it gonna be like it's gonna be like stories of the recipes you know what in really there? bugs me though is when you go online to like I made some bread today and there was like a four page memoir of like I remember being a mom and starting out and I made bread and I was yeah, like, it's, it's like just give me a freaking recipe. I don't need to know your life story. Somebody's gotta be liking that for people to do I think it. People like that, but like I'm not gonna read through all that. I just want the recipe. I want yeah. the recipe and I want like like where is this good to make or something i don't know like just a line but i'm very simple i don't like all that good other pictures BS. yeah it's just like a, a picture and a recipe cute picture of you in like a mrs claus outfit oh my gosh. <laughs> making dinner no lisa wore miss claus outfit all through the holiday season i did <laughs> like a good wife i didn't mean for it to be sexual i thought mrs claus was like non-sexual but apparently it's very sexual yeah yeah but when you wear like Thigh high black boots I with it too. Never wore <laughs> thigh high black boots. I think that's what you thought in your head. Oh, maybe. Even was... though I did wear it, um, James and I were making a gingerbread house, and I came down in the Mrs. Claus outfit, and he was just—he's nine, but he was just like, "Stop! Like, please don't." And then you know what's really funny is for New Year's we were at that hotel, and um, I was—I bought this little romper thing, and. It was way too short. Like it was inappropriate. And <laughs> James, I was like, "Hey, like, I don't know what we were talking about. Like my outfit." And he was like, "I just think you should be wearing more." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, Poor kid. probably should." Stepmom's embarrassing him <laughs> in public. Like already. Uh, oh, anyways, um, food-wise, there's so many things that have happened since the last time we talked. I mean, there's Christmas. Things that stand out. I had a rev- revelation about Mexican food, which um, we talked about this a lot. The future's Just, bright. Yeah. The, did you know you can turn a quesadilla into a taco, and it's really good, <laughs> and I want one. Well, yeah. It was done with the hard shell it was done no then cheese with a soft shell over it by taco bell yeah and that was like a chalupa chalupa or something like that well i never lived that life but But you just went soft soft with cheese in the middle oh and also how good is uh all the cheese now oh that was all the cheese right it was all it's really weird anybody out there has an aldi next to them aldi has some amazing new vegan options and It's, it's the cheese is shockingly Fire. good. Yeah. It's my favorite. I thought it was cheese. I yeah. was like, uh-oh, ate some cheese, but it wasn't. Um, so that's good. Other dishes, I don't know, anything standing out? Mm, I, really. I can just think within the past couple of days. Yeah. But. I'll have to keep up on that. But check out my Instagram because I've been Instagramming a lot, like every picture or every Lisa meal. Lisa beats your meat. Yes can see a day in the life of lisa cooking food i do i do put a lot of stuff up there yeah when there's some like recipes and i'll get some recipes together that's my new year's yeah. resolution oh yeah and what there's that feature on instagram now where you can call people yeah that's yeah. weird call, call lisa yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay. no i was gonna say like questions for the show oh. people will generally email us questions at lisa beats your meat at gmail.com oh, but if you Found us. Yeah, if you had a question for us about anything and you want us to answer it, um, that yeah, would be fun. cool for the show. Well, you could answer it on the, the show. And if you call and left a message on Lisa's Instagram, we could use it. We could. Like we could actually play the question and answer it. What a good idea, Jimmy. Hey, you know me. Just You're trying to keep things alive. Full of it, aren't well, you? Well, my resolution is to make this podcast a priority again. Okay. So like it or not, beaters... <laughs> we're gonna try to pick this up again and get it um at least weekly it's a broken record it's literally like every podcast we're like we're gonna do this that's more. true that's true just let's just not let's, let's just do no promises that's my resolution though so i'm i may or may not okay. you know succeed at that I don't, do you remember your resolution from last year i don't do resolutions is that a debbie downer maybe it was like quit smoking because i did never really. um I don't like resolutions. Okay. All right. Fine. Stay vegan for one more year. Let's not improve yourselves. You're just perfect over there. Did we know you were pregnant last New Year's? No. What did we do last New Year's? Oh, was you were mad at me. We went out to dinner. Oh, no. We don't. I did not know I was pregnant. (laughs) But I didn't even get that. I didn't even get drunk. No. I had like a drink. It was like really cold. Yeah. That's all I remember. That's all you remember. We were in Binghamton and it was like incredibly cold. 
Okay. Well, it's winter time. All right. Well, so let's get into it. Yeah. New Year's resolutions. And um, this is about sustaining vegans or? Yeah. I mean, if you're already a vegan, probably if, if you tune into this podcast, yeah. um, but maybe you're on the edge or maybe you're just, um, you know, people that are trying it or maybe you're trying. I don't know. This January thing has gotten pretty popular. It started last year, and um, it's not really a show about how to be vegan, obviously, but um, just talk about a good resource that I found. And then if you are trying to go vegan or, you know, make some diet changes, these are seven ways to stay on track. So it could be seven ways to stay vegan or... I think maybe in our case, something we could do is like seven ways to be a better vegan okay. would apply to this okay. um, or seven ways to be 100% vegan. And a lot of people dabble. Like if you're a, I'm going to call it an Ellen vegan now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just thought of that. Because um, she eats fish and chickens that she knows or yeah. she, eggs that she knows the chickens. If you have Netflix, watch Ellen's new special. You didn't think it was good. that good. I thought it was good. It's yeah. very light. Yeah. Um, I liked like the raunchy humor, nasty stuff. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I mean, it was it was what you would expect Ellen to be, but the it was nice her one. first special in like fifteen years or something. You know what was weird is that she went through that whole thing. She like didn't curse at all. She had like one curse word. You know, it was all very like family friendly, like lighthearted. And then the credits were to back that ass up, and I was like, what? You missed that part of it. What? She danced to that song. Yeah, it's like oh, she dances, but it was a it was a pretty funny skit. It was the only thing that made me actually laugh oh. um, out loud. I LOL'd at that part. It was pretty yes. good. Please <laughs> edit out. I'll cut that out. Uh, but anyway, LOL. she talks about how she's vegan, and then she says, "Actually, I'm not vegan. I eat fish and chicken eggs." So. That term "vegan" can have a gray area, but mm-hmm. we've gone through what we think that means and regardless this is seven ways to stay on track with your eating we could just say but but vegan in particular so if you are a new vegan and you just hopped online and you googled the vegan train for january you found lisa beats your meat you're like that sounds like a provocative interesting name or it took you to Pornhub because it's the january vaginuary no veguary vaginuary v-e-g-a-n-u-a-r-y it's hashtag on twitter uh we talked about it a little bit last year uh we didn't know what it was but it's uh vaginas you didn't know what that was last we year d- we have never spoken of or about vaginas funny i thought you were Front and center on the birth of Max. Oh my God! I was no, I was back and center, <laughs> but I got a good view of it. Okay. The January. Um, so what is it? It's a charity inspiring people to try vegan for January and throughout the rest of the year. Thejanuary.com is a really awesome website that I just found today. That's a good um, resource. Yeah, I'm going to probably use it for the next like 15 podcasts, but not really. But if you go on there, it's got recipes. Good to uh, know you cross-reference. Places to eat on the road. It's got all the vegan myths with great simple answers. It's got a list of hundreds of people who are vegan, news, um, why. Everyone has different reasons, but... Okay. We're going to pretend that everyone listening decided for the New Year's they're going to be vegan. Okay. Just get into it. Tips how. Number seven. We love countdowns. Who doesn't? We're going to start at one. Okay. Does it go like that? Uh, this is an Number independent. Oh, yeah. So one. the UK. I mean, us are. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Not on number one. This is an article out of the UK, but they are exploding. I think it was something like 40% of people between the age of 20 and 30 are claiming to be vegan or at least no a- attempting it or interested in it. Damn. So th- I think this is something that's coming out of there. It's it's taken off in um, the States oh if you God. are <laughs> over there. <laughs> it's taken off here in America, um, but not as much as it is um, in the, the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why that is, but. It's still taking it off everywhere. So that's where this article came from. Pierce Morgan, I saw an article today. I'm off on another tangent. Was shit talking veganism because there's some oh, really? bakery that 
just came out with a vegan sausage roll or something. Have you ever heard of uh, Greg's? Nope. I guess it's like a really well-known like Bakery? Ch- chain okay. thing in, in other countries. I've never heard of it. But they just came out with a vegan sausage what that they're toting has more. Pierce Morgan's problem. Oh, he was like, I'd rather impale myself than eat that. or No, and he didn't say that. He did. Really? And they, tw- they tweeted something like. Um, like, bro. What is all the hostile? You a hater? Yeah, they went back and forth. He said, um, here's his note. That's some hostility for nothing. They tweeted, here's the the, veg- the new vegan sausage roll you've been waiting for. And he wrote, nobody was waiting for a vegan bloody sausage, you PC ravaged clowns. And uh, wow. I guess he does like a morning show there. Didn't he? Isn't That's the guy who took over for Larry King, right? I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't think it lasts. Something's wrong with him. Yeah. He said, what devils are you doing? Why? It's a sausage roll. When will they make carrots look like sausages for us meat eaters? (laughs) And then (laughs) it's just stupid. I'd rather impale myself than participate in Vajanuary in a recent tweet. His claim that nobody wanted a meatless sausage roll. Um, Well, he's not getting any Vajanuary. Yeah, but obviously people do want it. And the thing that's killing me is I keep reading these articles about McDonald's and Domino's doing all this vegan shit, Mm -hmm. but not here. Not at all. They just rolled out all this McDonald's stuff. Well, we're not not as forward. Not that I want a reason to go to McDonald's, but. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that's probably a good point. All right, number seven, get to it. I have a couple other tangents. Sorry. Just trying to, you know, live it up. Um, all right, so you <laughs> you decided to go vegan. Okay. Um, be prepared for social occasions. So we just talked about that. Yes. Um, I think that's a big thing. And who just said that the other day? Uh, my cousin, I think, was like, uh, and he listens to this, Dan. I think it was him. Like, oh, I've been vegan on and off so much, but when mm-hmm. I travel and I'm at work, it's or really it's just so hard. And it's like, yeah, I mean, it's... Vegan or not, if you're trying to just go on a diet. Was he talking about a social occasion? Because that's number seven. Or did I not say that? <laughs> you were like going vegan. Well, going to like. Social occasion. And then you're like, yeah, like being on the road. No, going to parties going- or going to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. Gosh, what a bitch. Sorry. <laughs> but anyways, okay, yeah. So more like the dinner tar- party. Yeah. Or the American tea table that says they really got us. Um, people will point, whisper, whisper, and wonder and giggle. Um, we've talked about trying to like go home for Thanksgiving or yeah. something. Well, everyone in my family like knows I'm vegan, and your family, so it's not really like, oh my god, you don't eat what. But you know what we can talk about, and it's a big issue, is the feeding of my child at oh, social functions. God, yeah, that's which a is big one. Really difficult. So, um, our children are being raised vegan right now, just because I pay for the food and so I'm not going to buy my son um, meat or dairy because like why would I go out of my way to buy him meat or dairy like that just doesn't make sense yeah it's not happening and also like ethically and morally and healthy and blah blah blah, all that stuff I just feel like it's the best diet so I'm clearly going to feed my child a vegan diet so Bob specifically has like never had any dairy besides a couple incidences where it's been like a slip up and not on my part on other people's part and it's really like an uncomfortable situation Um, we were at my um, dad's side of the family's Christmas party and I have an aunt who like you know she really has like only the best intentions she's not like um, heading into this with like you know, trying to to drive me crazy, but yeah. she's um she's she's like a really good baker, and she's like really into cooking and stuff. And she always makes this cheesecake that's like seven hundred pounds, literally. It's like four inches thick and like twelve inches wide. It's like giant, and it's just you know like a masterpiece of a cheesecake, you know. But she's eating some and Bob is hanging out with her and my mom and she goes to feed him a bite and I'm kind of like I gasp and was like (gasps) no like don't do that and she feeds it to him and she's like oh cheesecake's not gonna kill him and then she goes to feed him another bite and she gets like a little bit in his mouth and at that point I like I was like ready to like pounce and be like really rude and you know I like 
calmed myself down and yeah. I was just like um come on Bob like let's go outside so like we just like completely left and I was kind of mad because we were singing Christmas carols and I really like singing Christmas carols we were singing Christmas, Christmas carols party. but I see like her she's it's not, not trying to be malicious no no it's innocent but I it's We've it's a little frustrating I think more people are starting to understand it but I, I guess I had this mentality 10 years ago too it's like, oh, that's cute that you're vegan. Yeah. Oh, they don't think of it like, no, this is a serious lifestyle decision yeah. that actually has health ramifications. Mm-hmm. Like dairy, especially it's cheesecake. It's like I gave up dairy for Lent and oh, uh-oh, you yeah, slipped up. It's, no, it's and like, it's like, oh, why are you going to do this to your kids? It's like there's certain things that our bodies get used to and they're not used to. And yeah. dairy is something that our bodies aren't necessarily supposed to handle. Right. So I it's it's could have dire impact. So I pull him outside and I'm like, no Bob, like we're not eating cheesecake. Cause like, okay, like maybe oh, this is a cookie in it. And it happened the day before that actually. Someone gave him a cookie and they're like, I hope it's okay. He had a cookie and I'm like no, it's not okay. <laughs> yeah. But like it's also I don't want to make a stink about it. And I really should make a bigger stink about it because yeah, it it's just like we don't want to be those people, but... Like, but at the same time, it's like, no, my child can't have dairy. Yeah, there's a nice way to do it. Yeah. You know, we just usually throw out the Which like, the oh, nice it'll, way is like, it'll take kill his stomach. yourself out of the situation, then just talk massive shit behind this person's back. Yeah, like 10 feet away. <laughs> but just kidding. you said this. I'm not giving any child a cookie. No. I don't care who they are or what's going on. You just if their parents know. are within 20 feet of me... I am going to say, can I give this? Maybe I'll give the kid a. No, I wouldn't give a. I would not give a one and a half year old anything without asking their parents. Yeah, because you just don't know their I wouldn't situation. Give them water. Yeah, yeah, you don't like, know what they're allergic to or what. You what know, the did parents they just, want them to eat? Did they or eat? Drink? Right, or do, are they in trouble? Are they allowed to have? Are they a, dessert? a lunatic if you give them a cookie at seven at night? Yeah, probably. Like, yeah, you, you don't know like how sugar affects kids. Like, so I don't know. furthermore, our don't advice, feed strangers kids. Our advice on vegan that or not is we don't have any. It was really awkward, and <laughs> I don't know what to do. Because uh, I don't want to be a jerk. I don't want to start a like, podcast and get your family to listen to right. it. Well, <laughs> and I, say all the things you wish you could say to their face. No, I don't want to be a jerk and say like, "Don't do that," but at the same time, don't do that. I mean, you know, think Bob was fine. Thank God, like he didn't really have any sort of reaction to that. He had like a bite, but if yeah. I wasn't standing there, she would have fed him the whole plate, which yeah, then. Of- of cheesecake. cheesecake. That with cheesecake isn't like like I said, like a cookie. That's some serious dairy. Yeah. So I don't know what happened, but I don't have I don't have a solution on that. It's well, just like I mean, a really awkward situation. Vegan or not, don't feed people's kids. Yeah. But I guess if it does happen in your presence, I mean it's an opportunity to have the conversation, but in those scenarios, it's not when you want to. Like, we're singing Christmas carols. Yeah. Or we're at our friend's house at a party. We're all just happy and cool. So I'm just like, I always just say, oh, no, that'll kill his stomach. He's never had dairy. It'll destroy him. We don't know how we'll react to it. I just play it like that. I Which is kind of true, but without say, being like. I like, like, can't deserve it. I'm, I'm like so mean. I was like, he didn't deserve yeah. that. Like, I'm never going to be like. Um, we're vegan and we're yeah. raising a vegan baby yeah, and we don't annoying. believe in him eating cookies. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not the kind of vegans we are, but, um, but it is kind definitely of not going to pontificate. We yeah, we, I mean, it is, but I don't know. I guess there's a nicer way to do it, but I'm just surprised how often it happens. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it is really weird. Um, but social situations, social parties, it's hard. Yeah. And what's the advice? What well, is one good tip was, um... You know, bring a big dish to share. And I think that's where you've turned a lot of people. Yeah. Not to veganism, but at least away got from off, shit talking. Got them off my back. Like, oh, wow, that's super delicious. This mm-hmm. is like bring a huge Tupperware full of like a curry or something. Something that could sit among meat uh-huh. and not just be like tofu sticks or something. You right. know, Something that people don't. A lot of non-vegans don't. They still don't understand that we eat. Regular like food. really good food. They think that we're just suffering every day with our salads and carrots. Um, but if you can just take the opportunity to say to the host, hey, can I bring a dish? Um, but I feel like most people aren't jerks about it. I mean, mm-hmm. our family on all sides and friends, 
immediately try to cater to us. Sometimes yeah. they they do it poorly or uh, I remember <laughs> that one party and our friend ordered a... It's like Popeyes or something. Yeah. And he got, he's like, I got you guys mashed potatoes and or corn. Beans and rice. And it was like, there was, was like co- bacon bits in it. There was ham, ham hocks in it. <laughs> yeah. I was but, like, like, clearly. But has it's ham usually in it. like, and and there, those are some serious carnivores. There's usually like good intentions there. People yeah. aren't monsters. They get it. Um, they might need a reminder. But if you bring something and just say, hey, but it's. That's kind of a running theme for any diet. You have to be prepared. You, you can't just fly by the seat of your pants because the, the most accessible thing is always not what's on your plan. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's that's a good advice. Bring something. The first Thanksgiving I went home to, you sent me with that fake Whole Foods chicken, chicken and I passed that around the table and people were like, oh my God, they I wish like, I was eating they're that. They're like, did your new girlfriend make this? Oh, she <laughs> seems so cool. I can't wait to meet her. It's like, yeah, she made it and I was peeling the whole food sticker <laughs> off the top of it. Um, the other one, which I think you do, the next one is cook in bulk. Mm-hmm. Um, why, why should I cook in bulk? Well, you cook in bulk because you need to feed me lunch the next day. Yeah, would that is that considered bulk? I would say so. I get like pissy when people overeat or like when we have like visitors eat dinner or something because it's like I make just enough for like you, me, lunch the next day, lunch yeah. for me. Like I make four portions and they're hefty portions. But if you fuck with my portions in any way, I don't have lunch the next day. And that helps me control myself because your food's really good. You and I want to control yourself eat it till I'm exhausted and uh but then I'm like oh that's every bite is a smaller lunch tomorrow that's true and like it's better to overeat like earlier in the day than right Mm -hmm. now late in the day Um, but if you make a ton of stuff you're gonna have it sitting around and uh it goes back to being prepared and it doesn't go like that's the other cool thing about being vegan is the food doesn't uh, go bad yeah my aunt the other day and she's been texting me she's really funny um when everyone went to bed, I was helping her clean up. And she's yeah. like, you want to play a game? And I was like, sure. And she's like, we got to find out what in the refrigerator smells like death. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, my God. That sounds awful. It was smelled so bad. I was what like, was shut it? that refrigerator. And we didn't play. You didn't find it. She just shut the refrigerator. And then she texted me like yesterday or the day before. And she was like, I found it. What? It was like whipped cream. <gasps> that Ew. was like saved from something that was just rotting. Oh, my God. Um. But really, besides a rotting fruit or vegetable, which hardly happens, it's and that takes years—not <laughs> years, but it takes yeah. a long time yeah. to actually get to the point where it smells. Mm-hmm. Like it's never a strange smell. No, you don't really know much about the life before you. I mean, you were—you've mm. lived with non-vegans, but it was fairly common for like, oh man, what is it? What is it? Yeah. What's the smell in the fridge? And I'm like having to like pull out like lunch meat and be like is that it and sniffing it like no that's uh, maybe that's it that's until you find what but anyways no, if you if, you, if you cook in bulk like our leftovers last a while yeah i've always run a very tight ship with my kitchen in your refrigerator There's it's impressive n- not much going on in that fridge or this kitchen that i don't know it's about. not a, it's not accounted for yeah there's not there's not one thing in this home that's not accounted <laughs> for. well most people have some things in the the deep dark corners of the refrigerator. Me, like the drop of a hat, I can tell you where every single thing is. Well, that's why I hope you don't get annoyed. I generally ask you before I look for things. Yeah, but you do it. Maybe like that's a, why James has developed that. You habit. do it in like an accusatory. Like, hey, uh, do you know where my stripe sock is? Like, yeah. no, motherfucker. And you'll be like, oh, yeah, I decided to move those to the attic. That's not true. You put- And James will be like, like, I won't even touch his book bag. And he puts his book bag in the same exact spot. And we'll go, when he's, like, ready to go, he'll be like, Miss O, do you know where my book bag is? I'm like, I don't. Because it's in the same exact spot, but I had to guess. Maybe he's learning it from me. He probably is. You do change things. I stop. Okay. Like, what? Like yeah. what? Like this laptop. <laughs> it's, it's always Just put your stuff away. in the same place. Just Can everything not be out all the time? Just put. Well, sometimes you know I'm you using do? it. No. You know what you do? Leave drawers open. Ne- you leave all the drawers open, even though I tell you, and even though we have those drawers that have that like soft touch, 
like clothes thingy. You just don't shut them enough that that catches and you just leave them open. And then you also leave the dressers open and you never push in your chairs either. Ever. Always. They're always <laughs> out. They're always like in the other room. I'm, I'm like, s- I'm sorry. Why don't you just push in your chair like a civilized human being? Sometimes I do. No, never. Maybe I, well, there's room that I can walk around them. No. Well, the other day you put my laptop next to the mixer. Because <laughs> I, I just like, want stuff put what away. What is next? Because it was Christmas and I didn't want a stupid laptop out. I wanted the, it to be freaking magical when we woke up. The paper towels have been in every cabinet in our home. You know what? And now they're in a new place. They are not. <laughs> it's okay. But that I'm saying... You do know where everything is, so it's okay. I just, that's why I asked. I'm going to not tell you the next time. Because rather than look, I figure I'll just ask because she does know where everything is. Even if I can't, like, find the ketchup, I know that you'll say it's on the left side, you know, in the third drawer down. Mm. Any more more grievances we want to air for this Festivus special? (laughs) No, but I'm not going to clean up anymore. You just wait. No, I. That day's coming. I'm just not going to clean up. I'm going to move out of here because I can't take it. Why can't you guys just like accept that I have OCD and just like. We do. We've come a long way. You have not come a long way. I've come a long way. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm I'm trying. Okay. Moving on. Okay. Next one was remember your motivation. So a lot of people are trying the January. (laughs) (laughs) Was a veggie um or you know trying to go vegan or plant based or or just going on a diet for the new year. I don't think um, people use going to be vegan as losing weight, which is no, the weirdest thing to me it because should. it's like the number one way to lose weight. I think we're gonna have to we're gonna have to spend some time on that. We do. We've, we did it a long time ago and it was it was a popular episode, but I think we need to revisit but, that. But like, is it so out of people's realms that eating health and like? plant-based is honestly just eating healthy like it's like oh let's not eat a lot of meat let's eat more vegetables let's eat fruits let's not eat processed food let's not eat dairy like that's just eating healthy and that's that's been the same that has not been a revolutionary or revolutionized diet that's been like the same thing since like the dawn of time and it works just just be healthy and it will help you lose weight like people want like a different thing that's why even like things that do work when that kind of fizzles out, they ha- they just come up with like a new name for it. Yeah, you like, mean like Atkins to Paleo to Keto? Keto, yeah, Keto was. I mean, I'm sure there's different variations. I just don't get like keto. the Mediterranean is it diet and no, plant based. No, Mediterranean's good. It, no, they're good, but the there it's there's been other things that are that they just changed the name of it oh, to make it exciting it. again to write is, a new book about it, oh, okay. write a new blog about it. Okay, is keto? Um, are people keto like for life? Hi don't think so i hope not like i want to know someone that's been doing it for like five years yeah i mean you know like do you sustain that maybe five but i don't know about like 20 yeah i don't know that's interesting we should find someone yeah well we should look into that but we should do just a strictly weight loss one Mm -hmm. but motivation that should be one and it's not for a lot of people, but typically know, when you, you go in weight. to the new year and you're like, I'm going to do something drastic, I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going to start eating better. There's a serious motivation there. And if it's to go vegan, it might be because you want to lose weight or you want to save animals, animal cruelty, or you want to help the environment or you want to, oh, uh, maintain a sustainable world. Uh-huh. I've read a good article about that. So that's why I became vegan was just because of that cowspiracy, which was environmental, but more in the aspect of maintaining civilization. Like, I almost feel like it's selfish in a way to be too luxurious. Not that I don't mind being luxurious. I'd love to have, you know, big sports cars and, you know, waste all my money. But we're going to be simple people with a simple life. Yeah, I'm really excited for hashtag minimalism. Eating also, like, if you are indulging... Um, for one, we cannot sustain human life the way mm-hmm. we eat. Something has to change. But in the meantime, I think people are suffering that don't necessarily need to be because of our, our system of food. Mm-hmm. Um, and one person who's hip to this is uh, who uh, is not a vegan. Is uh, there's an article about, about Elon Musk, the mm-hmm. uh, the alien, 
the alien, yeah. Some people say he is an alien. This is actually has to do with outer space. Um, but the guy who invented the Tesla, and this guy is fascinating. He's such a weird guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he launched the most powerful rocket into space. Mm-hmm. And on it, he put a car. Did you hear about this? No. I don't know what the car was, but it was a, I think it was one of his um, Teslas. Okay. But like a convertible blasting um, David Bowie's Space Odyssey on repeat. Okay. And then just pushed it into outer space. Okay. So the it, car. Yeah, the car. So in outer space is a. As a David Bowie car. A sports car, a real full-size car with David Bowie blasting just in space. Okay. Does like, Elon like Musk satellite. think he owns space? Kind of. <laughs> is that just yours? Is that like, just, you think that's like littering in space? It's pretty much littering. <laughs> He's crazy. He's digging that tunnel under L.A. <coughs> Excuse me. Again, does Elon Musk own L.A.? Like mm, He's gonna wait, if this like works. Wait, that's completely against the rules like are we own to the core like not really but like we yeah. own under our house no nah, we don't own shit no we do we do technically yeah yeah so like w- like the middle of the earth isn't just a free-for-all yeah i don't know how he did it like so he's got a mile of it done but he said he just started digging and then him and his buddies were like Let's, let's just keep digging. Let's dig a huge tunnel. Um, Joe Joe Rogan asked about this when he interviewed him. He's like, how do you get that through the city? And he's like, well, he's like, we didn't go to the city and say we're going to dig a, you know, a tunnel for mm-hmm. traffic under L.A. He was like, we're going to dig a hole. And they're like, what do you, like, you need a permit to dig a huge hole in your yard. Mm-hmm. That's it. You, yeah, don't, need, you don't need an explanation. But once you start going under other people's. Well, I'm guessing he stayed on his property, but. Actually, that'd be a big property because it ended up being a mile. Mm-hmm. They've used it now. Has to be an electric car, though. Um, and they're thinking it might have other advantages from like running cables, like electricity and plumbing and stuff, and have it protected. Anyways, that's not what I was getting at. Um, he tweeted recently that he thinks in seven to 10 years, everyone will be vegan. No, there will be human colonies on Mars. Okay. And to maintain that because of sustainability, uh-huh. they're going to have to be vegan because okay. there's no it's it's too much of a strain on society and the environment well, to raise that. cattle. I'm not and, moving to Mars. And animals. No, I'm not moving to Mars either. But in seven to ten years, that's quick. But anyways, that was kind of a neat story that um, he's at least recognizing the fact that our consumption of meat is a luxury. You don't need it. Mm-hmm. We do do it because we're ex- you know we live in excess um, but to actually have a very sustainable like low-key colony they would have to be vegan that was kind of a neat article this okay. dude's freaking weird though he's okay. all right that's fine he's crazy number five uh number four, number four. yeah that was rem- remember your motivation remember your motivation uh this one we've covered remember one time i tried to talk about b12 for like a half hour <laughs> um. <laughs> you got really annoyed yeah. <laughs> I don't know what episode that was. <laughs> but there there could be deficiencies. And um, I experienced this. And I, I started reading a little bit more about this recently because um, I think a lot of people, when I started thinking about January and it being four weeks long, I started thinking about how it does take a while. It took me a while, not a month, though, to feel good enough to say... I'm not stopping this because mm-hmm. well, I your goal was two weeks. My goal was two weeks and you made it. But after the first week, I felt kind of like shit. Uh-huh. I felt tired. I felt gross. Really? You felt um, tired? Yeah. And I thought it was because I didn't have any B12. Uh-huh. But from what I've read, B12 actually does stay in you for like a really long time. Yeah. And I was getting a lot of it and it's in other things that then vegans still get. What were you get. so tired about? Um, I, what I've been reading lately is that we do have a lot of serious food addictions. Oh. Dairy is one of them. You were like, addicted to food? If you try to stop drinking coffee, uh-huh. you'll find out quickly that you're addicted to caffeine. Mm, I did but it because when I was pregnant. Did, I it, did you get migraines or headaches? No, I don't know if you know this, but I'm just like a superior human yeah, being. Yeah, I know. And I just but didn't have any of those bad. You didn't stop drinking coffee. I like had like a fourth of a cup. That's enough the, to maintain it, your addiction. That was the extent of it. 
I tried to give it up once for Lent, and I had the worst you're headache like of my life. Shivers. Could have like possibly been a migraine. I don't know. In the corner, like holding your knees. <laughs> yeah, literally on a bed, like oh my God. curled up. And then I drank some like Diet Coke and then stepped off that. Well, I, was, I gave up coffee for Lent, so I technically didn't give up caffeine. So I cheated by drinking some. Di- but anyways, um, apparently dairy and meat and all these things – particularly the more unhealthy things mm-hmm. like the unrefined sugars and stuff like that makes you um your body's yeah your body's gonna suffer when you take that away from it but in a good way it's getting it's it's detoxing essentially. is that because of like like the neurons in your brain you know like there's certain foods that release more in, you know Oh, okay. Like not endorphins, but like when you eat no a, idea when you eat like works. a piece of chocolate or something, it sends like sensations to the receptors in your brain that'll it's like euphoric, you know? It's like kind of like crack like in your yeah. head like on a like a very much smaller scale. So if you're addicted to like chocolate and you don't have that chocolate or that like, there's caffeine in chocolate, but yeah. like you know, if you don't get that food anymore, your brain misses those receptors, you're going to be like depressed and like pissed and your body's not gonna feel well makes sense yeah remember we talked about like dairy too that there's like natural opioids in Mm -hmm. there to to make a baby calf addicted to yeah so its mom so it survives so it is and like um what's that called like um not historically but on like a not genetic like what is like the the argument of monkeys versus the bible and science (laughs) What's that called? Uh, like evolution. Evolutionary. Evolutionary. <laughs> That's what I meant. Evolutionary. Are, episode fifty-eight. <laughs> Sorry. Are we monkeys? <laughs> Anyways, evolutionarily <laughs> speaking, um, higher fat foods are we're addicted to, or we don't we're not addicted, but um, there's components in those higher fat foods to make us addicted to them because. They yeah, are it's like going, biologically natural. Biologically, they're going to give us more energy for a longer period of time. And when we were, I don't know what, you know, monkeys or when you were Adam and I was Eve, the, mm-hmm. the higher fat food, the longer we can go without eating again. And so I'm wondering if that has something to do with, you know, these addictions you talk about that we were, were more prone to eat higher fat foods. They taste better. They, they give us euphoric feelings. They release opioids in our in our brain yeah. and that when we don't have those but when you go vegan but, and also you when can you're still vegan, have you those, can though. but not at you have to eat more we've talked about that a lot is that like you know like a, a oh, bowl yeah. of strawberries is super sweet but it doesn't have the fat that something you know that's all you know a candy yeah, bar a has so that candy bar is going to send more you know the synapses in our brain are going to be firing higher with that that candy bar, but it's going to have a, a worse crash. It's going to make you feel shittier afterwards. Whereas that bowl of strawberries is just going to give you that sugar, but not have that fat component to it. Yeah. So I would get, what would you say the maximum time you would think it would take for someone who goes vegan to feel the response? You really start to feel it. And I would say 72 hours because 72 hours. Yeah. Wow. It's three days, right? Yeah, I would say for me it took like two weeks. Well, seventy-two. But some hours. people it takes like six weeks. Okay, seventy-two hours though is what changes your taste bud. Like that's like the the breaking point for like if I was, I don't know, like I hated. No, I can't. I gotta think of a food that I like. No, I've heard that before. Seventy-two hours is what changes. Like a break an addiction. Buds. Yeah, it's seventy-two hours. So seventy-two wow. hours. Anyways, there's deficiencies. Bada bing, bada you got to make sure you're getting your B12. Um, that's really the only thing. But even today, that's like fortified into like soy milk, mm-hmm. I think, right? And almond milk and yeah, nutritional you don't really yeast and things like that. Yeah. But you should. You do have to keep an eye out. I mean, I just like taking B12 you, because I heard go, it makes you not hungover. Like it's what which is five true. Hour energy is. Like someone was complaining about like, oh, hangovers in your twenties is like you can run a race the next day. And hangovers in your thirties are like death. And I was, that was like, me. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. I'm like really good at drinking these days. Oh, not me. You know what it is though? It's like an unconscious. I like try to get drunk, but it's like an unconscious stop. Like, isn't that weird? Like, yesterday, we had game night. Yeah. And I started... Like, you're to, smart. Yeah, your body's... No, 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 But I don't mean to. Like, I would like to get drunk. I just, like, unconsciously stop myself from drinking. Like, I started drinking at, like, four. And then at, like, eight... First of all, I sip. 
Like I think the t- uh, total the whole night I had two glasses of wine. Yeah, but I, had like I seven beers. I poured a third glass of wine and I poured it back into the bottle. I saw that because I was like, <laughs> I don't want this, and it's like I just in my head like I taste the wine and I'm like, ugh, I just I don't. This isn't my thing. But don't get me wrong, I love to drink. Like I love your superwoman drinking, but it's I'm really not drinking that much. And then I cut myself myself off, which is kind of like a. Bizarre. I think it's probably just like in the back of my head. I'm like, if I'm hungover tomorrow, like my life with two kids is going to be hell. Impossible. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like I can't. Well, get your nutrients. Okay. Um, but know that if you do try to go vegan or make any sort of giant dietary change, there's going to be probably some growing pains. For me, though, it was like a week. And then and by, then for me, it was the digestion. After about a week and a half, my digestive system changed for the better so much that I was like, I don't care if I'm eating dirt. This is worth it. Mine's so good that I don't, I've never gone to the bathroom. You just will it away. Isn't that weird? Yeah, you just sneeze. It's just so, it's like, it's just magical. I read that if you hold your farts in, Mm. they come out of your mouth. (laughs) I can't. Like you like laugh and it comes out your nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just saying. So don't do that. <laughs> um, all right. A couple more here. Uh, this is a good one. Avoid temptation by removing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a lot of self-control. You do. You can pour your wine back into the bottle. <laughs> I probably like walked around and drank the bottom of whatever beers were laying around the table oh, at the end of the night. You didn't. No, but I no, have. You didn't. Um, like if you leave wine out, I'll be like, oh, I can't dump you, that down the sink. I'll drink that. that. When I was trying to pour my wine back, you were like, oh, I'll just drink it. And I was like, what the fuck are you going to drink? Like a full <laughs> glass of wine that was maybe the total of 75 cents worth. Yeah, like, I don't have self-control at all. Um, but you do. I'm self-aware enough to set myself up for that some boundaries yes being vegan is a great diet and but this is the same thing with like any sort of um diet you stick to because like um the other day we were at some sort of holiday party or whatever and like i wanted something sweet we're on the road i really get no treats and um it was like all oh, these cookies and stuff and i was like oh wow that like looks really good or like people are having cake because your sister took the top of a uh, <laughs> Uh, wedding cake. <laughs> yeah. I don't think she understands that's now what we're supposed to do. No, they were they were the the favors. You know, the top of the cake. Everyone was got a like favor. a cake on their table. Apparently, <laughs> it did look like the top of the wedding cake. Though. That's crazy. Um. Anyways, but people were eating cake, and it was like, oh, that cake looks good. I wish I could have some cake. But then, being vegan really just like sets yourself up that like, oh, I can't have that. That's why if too many people catch on to this vegan thing, and vegan is everywhere. I'm going to gain weight because then there's Yeah, it's there's getting harder. It's getting harder. And we've always said that like it was easier to avoid the donuts in the break room or things like that because they're not vegan. They're not vegan. But in the home even, like for the open house for this house, you asked me to get Oreos and I got them Bad and no idea. one no one ate them and then I brought them to work and then for 3 days mm-hmm. I hid them. I wouldn't even share them. Mm-hmm. I ate all of them? Probably 10 Oreos every single day. Oh, my God. And I would eat them all day long. <laughs> and every time I got the littlest bit hungry, I would eat them. And they were in the fridge. I like them cold. But when they're not there, I'm not like, I got to get to the store and get Oreos. No. So when they are there, I'm like, there's Oreos, and I'm going to eat them. And I'm going to put them back in the fridge, and I'm mm-hmm. going to tell people I don't have any left because oh I want God. more Oreos. Jeez. But anyways, that's this, this tip is avoid temptation. Get this stuff out of your house. Yeah. We if, can't if have Oreos in our home. No, yeah. Um, That's why I had them at work because a psychopath out, child. I kicked them out of our house because there's not been a meltdown that has been so severe as when I told Bob he could not have more Oreos. Cookie! Like, went crazy. He's a lunatic. Yeah. But, yeah, like, get him no out. No more crackhead. Especially if you're going to try a new diet. Like, before that. Yeah. Get rid of it. It's that easy. If there's chips in the cabinet, I will eat chips. Mm-hmm. If that today I was starving. Uh-huh. Guess what I found? Peanuts. So yeah. I ate peanuts, which are good. <laughs> or if I found carrot sticks, I would eat carrot sticks. Such a deprived yeah. life you live. If I found vegan donuts, I would eat vegan donuts. Like yeah. it's like 
whatever's there it's also like a fun this is so sad that this is what i consider fun but it's (laughs) like a fun testament to your willpower to see what you can take away and be fine like for example many many years ago i gave up i used to be obsessed with ketchup like i would put ketchup on my ketchup like the amount of ketchup i use like for a french fry was like ridiculous and um i still like ketchup like team ketchup but I gave it up one year because I was like, I love this stuff like so, so much that I want to see if I can go without it. I don't know why. That's kind of really twisted. Um, but isn't that like the point of Lent? Um, yeah. Sacrifice. But anyways, I gave it up and I made it through. And then like, then it was like, okay, cool. You're not addicted to ketchup. Like it was kind of, it. it was kind of like this like reassuring thing. That, like you have some control over your life. I feel you. So I'm still over the top with ketchup that's mostly because you cook everything so spicy that i have to cool it down fuck up man uh, i'll need it uh so you, got- you always mention it just fyi like yeah. oh this is so good and spicy like, no okay. I, I think i give you a hard time because of the tofu scramble i love spicy like i like spicy so bad that it like that you pains me tell your wife that it's too spicy but just not at 6 45 in the morning oh come on like, you know what that problem is because like i wake up <laughs> at, at night six, i like it at 605 i'm the same person as i am until 8 30 and then 8 30 <laughs> i'm know. done it takes me an hour or two takes me a to become second to wake myself. up and, it, and i'm also kind of asleep at seven yeah yeah that's <laughs> a, yeah you do you do it you, you, i'm surprised you're up right now it's um, not hard for me to fall asleep. So, yeah, get rid of temptation. This next one is more for you, but oh. it's kind of the opposite of cooking in bulk. It says be creative. Um, some people do th- feel limited to the vegan. No. But I, if you listen to this podcast, you already kn- you're probably already someone who knows that so, first of all, the world of vegan food is insane. It's gone crazy. Being vegan... Um, the scene, the vegan scene of like what people are making these days has gone bonkers. And also what's available. So Aldi, we talked about Aldi and the options yeah. they have. Like what's available at your local grocery store is amazing. So you can't tell me anymore that like, oh, I live in Podunkville and I don't have access to this food because it's it's everywhere now. Like I yeah. travel to Podunkville and it's it's everywhere. So Well, a good example, which we can plug you a little bit here, is they say Literally, just go to Instagram mm-hmm. and search hashtag vegan, and you will see things that will blow your mind. Yeah, and we see stuff just here in Columbus from places that I just I tag you I, and stuff all the time. I drooling over it, mm-hmm. and then like the forks over knives Instagram, Lisa beats your meat Instagram. Like you're just gonna see some things that you wouldn't ever imagine. Yeah. Um. So it, that's getting much easier, but it is, and I think it's like a cool <laughs> you, it's like, like you just eat tofu. That's yeah, I don't think anybody's what, saying that anymore. Non-vegans still don't quite understand. No, okay. We should start tagging non-vegans in, in like vegan food and all the good vegan yeah. food. I think it's like a cool challenge to make vegan food, replicating like non-vegan food. Lisa beats your meat. That's oh right, what that came from? <laughs> <laughs> Not the other the other thing. <laughs> never beat my meat. I don't. I don't think anyone gets into those anymore. No, like thirteen-year-olds. Yeah, those are for like children. Um, last but certainly not least, it says don't become a hermit, <laughs> uh, which is just saying that, especially in England, not here, that this stuff's everywhere now. You can go out. It, it used to be probably for you. I think you used to joke about like just beer and and French fries is all you mm-hmm. could get. It was vodka. But now there's there's one thing at least everywhere. Mm-hmm. We like we had that one example of a place that had literally nothing mm-hmm. that could be vegan, and then what was that place called? Winking Lizard. Ugh. And then they were Ugh. the manager was a dick to you. He was so rude. You wrote a letter. They gave you a free hoodie that you never picked up. Mm-mm. But sure as shit. There's a vegan thing on the menu now. It's called Lisa's Vegan Wrap. <laughs> yeah, it's called that that white bitch. <laughs> Just kidding. He was so he a funny rude. name. He was rude. He sat down like yeah. with us at the table and was like, I was like, um, can I just get a salad? And he was like, oh, he was like, there's cheese on it or something. And then I was like, okay, can I get fries? And he was like, oh, they're deep fried in the same thing. And I was like, listen up, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, he sat down like. 
Welcome to my restaurant. Let's have a deep discussion about why you're vegan. Why you're vegan? You're like, we're just trying to have some beers and watch a fucking football game. I it was, was like, like a Sunday I afternoon. Because like, I'm trying not to have a freaking beer belly like you. All right. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to be like healthy over yeah, here. You've never complained about any restaurant because it's usually like a. I take it as like our responsibility to figure out how to eat mm-hmm. in a restaurant that maybe isn't vegan friendly that's not that's not not their fault yeah but i'm not gonna like put that on them to provide me with something no yeah we've Um, never walked in and been like what's vegan yeah but this guy was like trying his best to convince us that there was literally nothing we could do or you i wasn't even vegan at the time yeah and uh but anyways it's really mainstream now, especially in another country. He probably doesn't. He probably got up in trouble. I hope I did. I, I called like the downtown people. You know what? And you called like the corporate offices in Cleveland. And they responded to me. Yeah. You know what? Just don't mess with me. Because oh, I, I, I write letters. That's such. This is like. That's such <laughs> like, has, sorry, like a white woman thing to do. I don't mean to be like. Um, what's that called? Racist? Like racist. <laughs> but like that's what we do. I'm glad like, you don't have the speak to a manager haircut anymore. But. No. But like that's like what like oh if I'm upset what are you going to do? I'm going to write a letter to I your gonna, boss. I'm going to type up and print out. Yeah. That's what I did at Winking Lizard. W- Winking Lizard. That's what I did for Columbus City Schools. Like I got yep. super pissed and you wrote I, the mayor letter. I wrote the mayor and then I wrote the news. Like watch out me and like my like the power of the pen. Hey, like, I'll come it, and get you. It gets things done. Uh, it's gotten a lot done. Sorry. Keep it up, girl. Now write yourself a cookbook. Okay. Yeah, and, I want to. And change the world. Um, so, yeah, coming soon. Lisa Beats Your Meat Cookbook. No, 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 no. No, it's my year resolution uh, I got okay. one year to make that remember originally when lisa beach meat was gonna be a food truck you wanted the picture to be like a big like hanging slab of Hot meat dog. like rocky and you were like punching it i still think that's a great idea so that could be the cover of your cookbook yeah why that sounds awesome do it yeah you that's just gotta find some meat to beat that's me beating meat. no it'll be like a cartoon piece like i was thinking like a cartoon hot dog and then me just beating it. You beating it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. But like with my fists, not open hand. Not slapping the meat. Not like punching the like meat. I'm not. I'm not grabbing the meat. I'm okay. punching it. Okay. And Got maybe it. like an undercut. Okay. You know, like a really stern look on your face. Yeah, yeah. And then my face is like maybe I've got those like things from like football under my eyes. You know, okay. to keep the sun out or whatever. Like I'm real serious about beating meat. And then. But I also have like a mini skirt on, so it also but like, should they like? People. But the theme will be like meat type meals, or just all your recipes, or will it be a theme of? I you know I I was thinking about this in the shower. Okay, okay. And I would like to make a book that has two types of meals because we have two different diets here. We have our weekly meals that are like, I really try to pack a punch with them being super healthy. And then we have our weekend meals where I'm really just trying to indulge and make like yeah. really like delicious food. Not that I'm, my food during the week is not delicious, but like food during the week is like super healthy and like nutrient packed and plant based and you know, all that good jazz. And then the weekend stuff is like your mac and cheeses and your. Okay. You know, it could be like the back of every and page. and No, but you know, like I just think I would like to break it into those two categories. So right. it's like. It's happening. It's like cap. It's like healthy food and then fun food. Got it. Like cinnamon rolls and curry. Look out for it next month. No. Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. All right. Well, so it's like past my bedtime. What time is it? Uh, nine thirty-eight oh, Eastern my time. Goodness, Lisa's already asleep. I'm. The it's, baby's asleep. Yeah, I should just. I'm waking up it's the slept, next day. Which we should have. Man, that was like an hour and a half. Yeah, no well, baby. We could have been out at the bar. We could have, but we're not. Um. All right. Well, thanks for listening. So the next episode. Don't make any promises. We're not sure yet. We're going to do um, a podcast about murder. I don't know about that. Yes. Maybe. Investigative murder. It's a seven-part series. (laughs) 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 There's like a Southern investigator on it. I'm just kidding. Um, No, our next episode is going to be really fun. It's going to be about there's a bunch of animal activists or people that have pursued something in animal activism that have been murdered. I feel like 
We're going to investigate next week. it. But, so like all these crime podcasts we really like to listen to, who doesn't? Yeah. I feel like crime has like revolutionized podcasts mm-hmm. or created them to be something popular. But I would love to do one like Murder. and dig a little deeper. That's oh. why I think that's why they're good because they, they get involved in the actual investigation. There are some, some like really shady. There are. Like those poachers, like a lot of people who have tried to go stop poachers have been killed by the poachers because it's such a lucrative business. Yeah, so that might not be the next one, but there is going to be one about that. There's a lot of money to be made and a lot of stuff that animal activists or whatever have tried to stop. There's that nun that was shot in Brazil. Yes, there's a lot of Fighting deforestation. But that could take on a mind of its own. Lisa beats your meat. Murder edition. If 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 this is our last podcast, it's because we do, we, it's because we, we were we off by the animal deep. agriculture. <laughs> Anywho, well, um, thanks, thanks for listening. Make sure you follow me on Instagram. Write mm-hmm. us any emails or send me a message. Lisa beats your meat everywhere. Tweet Jimmy. He'll send you some nudes of himself. Lisa beats sure meat. That's what Twitter's about. Um, I don't know what other social platforms. J- what's doing. my Instagram? Jimmy Jim, Jimmy Jam, Jimmy Jam two thousand. You can see our uh, tiny house our mini, coming to life. We call it a mini mansion. The mini mansion, yeah. It's pretty sweet. But I I like to put up pictures of the progress. Okay. Um. Well, I think that's it. And tune in for the next time. And that's all. Thank you. All right. Good night. <laughs>